All right, welcome to another episode of the Speed Change Repeat podcast today with Fei Yushu. Thanks, Fei, for being on the show. Um, I'm very glad actually that we're doing this podcast today. And uh, actually, we always start the same way. And um, that is by giving you, the guest, the, sh- uh, the stage to kind of uh, give us an understanding where you're coming from, uh, from a professional context, just to, yeah, I would like to ask you to kind of go on a storytelling way through the different stages in your professional life. Thank you, Yunasan. Uh, this is a big uh, uh, pleasure for me to uh, talk about uh, my uh, development uh, path and also my career. And uh, uh, I want to start with uh, now. <laughs> now I'm uh, a global head of uh, artificial intelligence at SAP and uh, senior vice president. Um, my, in my current uh, uh, job, I'm responsible for, on the one hand, and with the team together define the artificial intelligence strategy for the total SAP and also driving the implementation execution. This is on, on, on the other hand also uh, develop uh, relevant uh, AI technologies and also solutions applications to make the, uh, our uh, uh, intelligent enterprise solutions uh, competitive and help the intelligent transformation of the companies in our ecosystem. Before I joined SAP, uh, I joined SAP this year, May 1st, and before I joined SAP, I have built up the first artificial intelligence lab for Lenovo. I was in Beijing for three years and also helped Lenovo um, work on AI solutions, contribute to the products, for example, PC, mobile phones, and the data center business. And on the other hand, also help the intelligent transformation of the business process within um, Lenovo, for example, supply chain management optimization, logistic network optimization, also chatbot for the service center. And I ha- actually, uh, my whole uh, academic and uh, professional career uh, was, uh, has been with artificial intelligence. And I studied uh, computational linguistics uh, at Zahlan University in Germany and have had worked at the German Research Center for Artificial Intelligence for 19 years. And uh, uh, actually worked as uh, researchers, software engineers, and team leaders, uh, lead, uh, um, later lead big uh, um, research groups uh, from basic research to application research. Um, during my time at DFKI, I also contributed as one of the co-founders of a spin-off company, Yokoi Technologies, building multilingual dialogue system for mobile devices. And uh, I grew up in China, <laughs> but spent more time in, in Germany than in China. Therefore, uh, um, I, I really uh, like to open uh, work with international teams and uh, uh, yes, this is my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very interesting, very interesting. And you know, actually why I, I am very glad that uh, we have you on the show today is because there's so many different uh, facets basically that you can bring and kind of tell us about, right? So first of all, I mean, you know, uh, as, as this is one of our focus topics on the podcast, you are, have been active in the field of, uh, you know, artificial intelligence for many, many years, right? And, and the other part is that you bring this international perspective on things, right? So you, you have worked in China, you have worked in Germany, so you, you kind of can also tell us a little bit about, um, you know, the different perspectives basically on the, te- on the technology and on the applied side. And, um, and, and now as well, which I find very interesting is, 
as well because you've you worked for a, a for a company in China and now you're working for the let's say you know the so-called biggest tech company actually in Germany which uh, also has a lot of tradition SAP and um, and I'm, I'm very actually glad that we're having this conversation so let's maybe dive a little bit into um, I, I want to know so how did you how did you um, come about going to China because you said you, you worked for the uh, the uh, DFKI for 19 years. How, how did you make this change on, okay, so being in Germany, working in research and academia for so long, and then going to China and working for Lenovo? Yeah, because uh, as I uh, said, I grew up in China, right? right. And uh, um, at, I um, had my undergraduate studies at Shanghai Tongji University. Yeah? Um, and uh, during my undergraduate studies, I left China for Germany for studies. Uh, and I never worked in China in my life. Actually, my, uh, I spent, as I mentioned, I spent in the beginning of my 20s, I left China. I spent most time in Germany in my professional life, academic life. And it was always my um, uh, dream. Uh, to uh, uh, to experience China for a long time, uh, yeah. not only for ten days. Uh, in yeah. the, in, in, before I went to Beijing, I was so busy with my studies, with my research, with my uh, uh, work. Uh, I I think mostly I spent uh, at most uh, two weeks in China, and uh, but during the time I was also very interested in the collaboration in, in China. We set up. Uh, uh, joined the research lab at uh, Shanghai Tongjin University, uh, Shanghai Jiao Tong University, and also uh, with other universities. Um, but uh, China has developed so fast, um, has changed so much. Uh, I really wanted to experience China more. And in 2016, uh, several Chinese uh, um, tech companies approached me, uh, whether I was interested in building AI team leader, AI team in China. And then I thought that if I will not do now, perhaps I will never <laughs> spend more time in China. That's, that was my motivation. And I was very grateful, right? Uh, Lenovo invited me because Lenovo is on the one hand, a Chinese company has had its root in China, uh, still a very international company, right? Uh, it is much mine uh, also has the had the root in China, but uh, have uh, a global uh, 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 culture, inter very international, and uh, um, that was the decision. I, I think I, I want, wanted to take these opportunities, also contribute to uh, because I grew in China, contribute my my knowledge and experience uh, to to China, also enrich my experience. To be honest, uh, in in these three years, I really experienced a lot and also learn a lot. Um, uh, very impressed uh, how. Uh, artificial intelligence was embraced in China, right? Is embraced in China. How innovation is uh, so open, uh, uh, open and uh, embraced by the society, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a very good um, point that you're making here, and uh, it's actually uh, let's dive a little bit deeper into this, right? I mean, there's uh, there has been a lot of discussion in the in the in the past, let's say, a couple of years. Where uh, you know both from from a European perspective, right, and, and or also from the U.S. perspective, right, everybody notices what is going on in China in regards to the openness towards innovation and technology, and so maybe you can share a little bit more detail, you know, of some of the highlights during your time in these three years, right? Yeah. What what are some of the you know things that you experienced, which you know really kind of also yeah made you proud maybe, but also you know which you 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 think is very interesting to share. Yeah. 
uh, I, I wanted uh, before I uh, share with you uh, top down. I want to share with you with two examples. Right in the beginning, in the beginning, when I, I thought I we we went to China uh, in February. My uh, my job started uh, first uh, March first, uh, two thousand seventeen, in Beijing. Since we didn't leave China for uh, many time uh, many years, we really didn't really know the everyday life in China. Right? We we went to China and. Uh, then I had a nice meeting at Lenovo. It was late in the evening at seven o'clock. In February, it's already dark, right? And we thought it's like in Germany, you stop a taxi and then you you <laughs> took this taxi go to the hotel. But now of the taxi, you can stop manually. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we didn't understand why we saw so many taxis in the in the science park where Lenovo also uh, in the uh, uh, science uh, science park right hundreds of uh, taxis they stopped uh, around the buildings the campus but uh, none of the taxi wanted to take us <laughs> but it it, it is, uh, didn't happen in the early years. Uh, uh, later, I, I, I understood uh, you can only uh, order taxi while the mobile device is right uh, with uh, DD and uh, this kind of mobile device. If you didn't order while the mobile phone, you, <laughs> the taxi driver was booked already, right? This is one thing. Another thing also, uh, um, in, in, for, uh, in many shops, uh, uh, you cannot pay by cash, right? You have to use the mobile payment. It means mobile payment, mobile devices is so was uh, so essential in everyday life in cash uh, cashless, right? And uh, this is a big difference from <laughs> my experience in Germany and also uh, China. And uh, then I can uh, go to from top down point of view. Yeah, if uh, we um, in, since I'm leading the uh, artificial intelligence at Lenovo, I also studied all the uh, relevant AI strategies in different countries, nations, right? Uh, since, uh, since, uh, since 2016, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the American government started with the first AI strategy, national strategy, right? And, that, and then many uh, countries follow, uh, Japan, then uh, later China. China, I think China has the most comprehensive a national AI strategy. This is from strategy point of view. The government really uh, is uh, uh, investing and also uh, put AI as a uh, national strategy and take it very very ser serious. It's from the on the other hand, I think two two thousand eighteen, uh, I think almost 50% of all the venture capital for the startup company went to China. It's uh, this is uh, from the investment point of view, and also in China uh, they started since it's, uh, it was uh, it is a national strategy. The government also pushed to the local government for the education, even in the primary school, <laughs> in the kindergarten. <laughs> they started with the education with AI, right? You, uh, and also they open many new faculties, um, uh, data driven and uh, 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 also AI driven faculties, right? This therefore. Uh, from the political point of view, for the government and from the investment, um, and uh, and also education, uh, and many uh, many uh, companies uh, consider AI as uh, one of the most important uh, uh, um, um, strategy for the intelligent transformation, right? Uh, and as I also think AI is really important for countries like uh, uh, China. 
because if you live in Germany, eh, I, I live in, in I have lived in Berlin for uh, so many years. From uh, where I live uh, in the we live in the center of the city to the meeting points, it took us I think. Uh, 15 minutes to 20 minutes, uh, but in Beijing, <laughs> perhaps you can have only one meeting outside your uh, company, right? Uh, each morning, I, from where I live to my office, took me one and a half hours, uh, even within 25 kilometers. Uh, and uh, therefore, the, 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 the traffic jam, uh, and also so many people, so many cars. We, uh, I think China needs big data technologies and also AI technology to optimize resources uh, to, uh, to uh, make the uh, everyday life more efficient and more convenient. Uh, I think this is, uh, I think AI is really needed in China, optimize the smart city, traffic, uh, also uh, respect to the tourism, right? If you, uh, um, I, I remember one day my parents, uh, me and my husband, uh, since we went to China, my parents visited us in Beijing. We wanted to visit uh, uh, Summer Palace. Huh? And uh, we had a very romantic imagination. We will <laughs> be very relaxed, uh, took a walk in the, <laughs> yeah, in the beautiful Summer Palace. But when we entered the, <laughs> the Summer Palace, there were so many people. <laughs> And uh, the romantic feeling disappeared immediately, right? It's really, since China has uh, such a big population and also uh, with the best, better living uh, standard, many people want to experience culture and have cars. And uh, uh, how can, uh, on the one hand, uh, um, uh, to uh, have a high uh, living standard, on the other hand, make the resources efficiently distributed, right? Yeah, I think AI and uh, artificial intelligence is heavily needed in, uh, in, in China, countries like China and other countries are similar. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you <laughs> on that part. Um, maybe let's let's uh, let's uh, let's dive into into um, you know the how AI is being used and from different perspectives. Um, you know, um, as you said, um, when you when you were approached by uh, by different companies from from China, right? Um, you, you chose to go to Lenovo, right? But I'm also sure that obviously, you know, that's as far as I know, for example, right? If you are in a specific space, for example, if you're in, in, in the field of AI, right? You come to know all the relevant people in there, right? So how is it, um, how, how was it for you in China? Maybe you can t uh, tell us a little bit about um, how you experienced also the other big companies that you have there and, and, and how they approached AI and, and Maybe just tell a little bit more about the ecosystem from a corporate or startup perspective as well. Uh, um, I, I think I can really share with you more about uh, Lenovo and right. also perhaps what I uh, uh, heard and uh, mm -hmm. during the conversation with other companies, but not so detailed, right? Yeah. Because uh, sure. it was uh, indirect information, right? Sure. I think uh, at, at, at Lenovo, um, uh, artificial intelligence uh, was uh, uh, belonged to the number, the first relevant strategy, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, at Lenovo, uh, um, AI contribute, as I mentioned, on the one hand, the product strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, at Lenovo, there are three product groups, uh, PC and mobile phones, and also 
also data center business. Uh, if we look at the contribution of AI, the voice solutions, voice assistance is embedded in PC and also a mobile device, AI lab, artificial intelligence lab, build the, all the voice assistant for the PC and the mobile phones uh, for Mandarin Chinese eh? because the voice solution uh, market in China is still not uh, so central like the rest of the world, right? In the rest of the world, uh, um, um, Google and uh, um, uh, Microsoft um, and um, Amazon, they, they are very good in, uh, in voice solutions. And also uh, in the computer vision can contribute to the devices, organizing the pictures, videos on your PC, on your mobile phones. And computer vision plays also a very important role for uh, smart devices. And for the, uh, for the data center business, uh, artificial intelligence contribute to build a software hardware solution to um, uh, enable the GP, uh, GPU servers uh, to enable the inferencing and training, all these kind of uh, functionalities. This is on the one hand how I give you example for the contribution of artificial intelligence to the uh, renewable products. On the other hand, as I mentioned also, artificial intelligence can contribute really a lot to make the business processes efficient, optimized, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for supply chain, uh, Lenovo uh, is a manufacturing company. Yeah? And uh, you know the cash flow is often uh, uh, really uh, allocated in the supply chain, right? If you can optimize the supply chain management, you can really save a lot of money and also uh, in, uh, avoid the risks. Eh? Also for uh, uh, artificial intelligence lab, also build the chatbot for, for, for Lenovo uh, contact center service business. Eh? The chatbot can uh, answer the questions consistently and correct, right? And, uh, and also in, in many languages. Therefore, uh, for, for, uh, and, uh, and also if a company uh, uh, use AI technologies, improve the uh, products, make, make the products more intelligent and attractive, and improve the processes, this company is also, uh, uh, I, 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 this really make the visibility in the market and stakeholders uh, for, the, for the promotion very important. Uh, I like also use artificial intelligence like Google did, right? Also AlphaGo, it is really strong marketing and promotion uh, uh, strategy, right? Not only uh, broadcast uh, advertisement, right? Uh, I think uh, this is, uh, I take, I take uh, Lenovo as example. In other companies, uh, 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 like uh, Baidu, uh, in, in China, I think uh, internet AI companies are really, really strong. Uh, if you look at, uh, read the book of uh, Li Kaifu, uh, uh, the, the superpower in AI, uh, you see uh, he divided, uh, uh, classified AI in four categories. Uh, one of the categories, internet AI, right? Internet AI, China is very strong. You have JD uh, Jingdong for the e-commerce and also Alibaba and the AI technology is needed, right? If you deal with big data, do the recommendation and all these kind of things, they have very strong, almost all these teams have very big, strong AI teams, right? Also Baidu, no brainer, right? Baidu has very strong uh, AI teams. They have the, one of the biggest knowledge graph. Eh? And uh, um, I, I think uh, uh, also many startup companies, right? Uh, uh, in the Zhongguanchun uh, Science Park, uh, uh, there are in the past few years, there are thousands of startup companies, uh, of uh, AI companies, uh, also uh, um, consumer robotics companies, right? Uh, I, uh, I think also uh, during my time in, 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 uh, in, uh, in China, there are a lot of conferences also, a lot of, uh, lot of conference uh, forums, uh, and also, uh, if you look, if you look at social media, 
the the AI scientists and the the this they like a film star, right? <laughs> really like film stars. This is I didn't observe this <laughs> this in, in Europe, right? I think the the consciousness of the relevance of AI and also the uh, the 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 um, um, passion for AI uh, is, is really in, in, in the company, uh, or the, in, in the government, uh, even in the normal citizens. Uh, uh, they, they, normal people, they even exchange the ACL paper uh, about the AI. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. know even the, the authors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's different, uh, different culture. Yeah, it is. And it, it's a good keyword that, you, uh, you know, at the stage, culture. Um, <laughs> I uh, the fir- the funny thing is because you said you started in two thousand seventeen right and uh, and two thousand seventeen was the first time for me to go to China to uh, I was I went to Guangzhou, uh, oh, Guangzhou yeah yeah exactly and um, it it yeah, you know I experienced the same thing that that uh, that you were just talking about right and also from from the book uh, from um, Kai Fu Li for example. Um, this is the same thing, right? The attitude from people towards technology, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, the other part that he also mentions in the book, which is this entrepreneurial spirit and DNA yeah. that people have, right? Yeah. So it feels like everybody is always open to things, right? And opportunities. And yeah. it's like a really, really great energy. And, and uh, one of the things that I thought, uh, think and thought about a lot is, you mentioned that, for example, um, that uh, you, uh, for example, the DFKI, and uh, you created the joint research uh, initiative, right? Yeah, at um, Shanghai Jiaotong University in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and and one of the things that I always think about is you know, Ch- China is really a great place as well for you know for people from from other countries to come to right and to because it's just you know there's so much opportunity, such a great spirit and stuff like that. But one of the you know biggest things obviously that hinders is the the language barrier, mm. right? So what is your take on that? Like, uh, how do you see, kind of you know. I mean, you know, China is uh, that's one of their advantages is that they have a really huge market, right, a home market, and then they can just like you know be be themselves there, right? But <laughs> I think it's it will also be really great, right? And what you said as well, this international approach, right? If if people from the outside would also come in, right, and yeah. like if you would have this joint you know collaboration or maybe like people coming from outside and starting a company in China, right? So how how do you see that development going in, in yeah. that part? Yeah, before I uh, uh, answer this question, I want to also share with you a very important experience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, because uh, I think uh, uh, in Germany, uh, uh, of course, uh, we, uh, we are very aware of the uh, environment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but still, uh, since we are not so far with the digitalization, even we have a good view mm-hmm. uh, to uh, make the environment better, uh, since our uh, population is not so dense. Uh, we, are, we are in a very good situation uh, because the, 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 the facts uh, give us the better environment. Uh, during the three years, I have to say, in China, uh, they did a lot of work for the environment. Uh, for, the, uh, uh, um, for example, I, I never received any letter, paper letter in China in the three years. All the, all the uh, uh, information and, uh, uh, is mobile. I think this we must learn from from China. Now I came back to uh, to to Berlin, eh? uh, and every day I receive so many paper letters. Right, it's really a big waste of the. Uh, resources, right? I think uh, on the one hand, uh, of course, we we uh, uh, we are very proud of our uh, cautionists 
uh, to protecting the environment. But I think in order to make the environment uh, uh, achieve big progress, we have to invest in the digitalization. Otherwise, uh, perhaps in, in five years, uh, also in Shenzhen, you know, in Shenzhen, all the taxis and buses uh, are electric cars, right? Uh, uh, we, we cannot only do uh, finger pointing. We have to really work on ourselves, right? Uh, um, of course, China has a, 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 a worse baseline, but uh, with the technology progresses, they invested, right? Uh, perhaps in, in few years, um, they were far better than because we don't have the infrastructure, uh, technology infrastructure in the digital in order to really make the environment good. We have only the goodwill. Uh, uh, it's uh, emotional, yeah. <laughs> subjective view, but we we have to really. This is one thing. Uh, this is really I want to share share with uh, 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 people uh, in Germany. Uh, not only the in the moral and uh, also good view, also do the things. Uh, yeah. In China, uh, they perhaps they don't do so much finger pointings uh, uh, because they, they cannot afford <laughs> the environment. Is still not so good, but they really do execution right. Yeah, uh, this is uh, I think at least uh, no paper uh, letters anymore, and uh, uh, many cities have the electric cars. Overall, this is a really good examples. Now let's go to the to the inter international part, right? I, I think this is also uh, uh, I was very lucky because I uh, I started at Lenovo, right? Uh, from uh, for me, uh, it's really easy to to work at Lenovo. Lenovo uh, has um, because Lenovo acquired IBM uh, a lot of, uh, for the data center business and also uh, Lenovo is very very international. The first language at Lenovo is English, right? Uh, uh, since I, I can write English much faster than Chinese, uh, um, most of my uh, email communications are also in, in English. Uh, and, uh, from, for me, it's from the first day uh, as if I moved my office from Berlin to Beijing. Uh, it's, it's really great. Uh, a very global company, uh, Lenovo. But I, I heard f um, a lot of stories if as uh, foreigners, if you uh, go to a pure Chinese companies, and then the conversation often, even in the beginning, <laughs> they are aware they are foreigner there, they uh, uh, speak English in the beginning, perhaps uh, the first 15 minutes, and then uh, switch to Chinese easily, right? This will make the international collaboration. Uh, I think language is really big barrier. Uh, this is one thing. Uh, on the other hand, I also, um, if you observe the, the, the brain drain, right, from uh, uh, you, uh, the there are a lot of uh, uh, European scientists, AI scientists, uh, went to uh, America, and also uh, and, uh, there are a lot of Chinese uh, young people. They went to US for studies and uh, came back to to China, but not so many international. So if you went to university, there are international programs, but uh, but uh, not the distribution of foreign professors in the faculties are not like uh, US, right? I think US has, uh, America has the best example, right? To have the international talents, right, experts. But still, I think uh, what China, China is, uh, um, China, I think also comparable to US, they really have very uh, um, uh, uh, flexible composition program, right? Uh, uh, um, the, uh, the, the real talents, they really help uh, 
try to provide good conditions. This can be still, the language is a big barrier. Also, uh, the, 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 I, I still have to say China has to, uh, the, the culture for scientists still have to improve uh, the creativity, right? Uh, also the culture for critical thinking, right? Uh, I think for scientists, without critical thinking, you cannot be a good scientist, right? Because uh, you always build on top what is uh, didn't was not good enough, <laughs> and uh, if we uh, if we uh, uh, people were used to uh, to um, following uh, top down and also uh, not so critical, I think it's not good conditions for 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 doing uh, basic research, uh, disruptive uh, technologies. However, if we observe the international uh, publications, there are more and more uh, uh, Chinese universities and also researchers have publications. And uh, this is uh, um, what I, I think China, China has, uh, for, from, for, for me, uh, basic research, critical thinking, and also uh, more openness for, for, for international exchange. Uh, yes, uh, this is uh, uh, the areas which China has still potential to involve. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, uh, so how come uh, you know, and it's uh, such a radical approach in my opinion, or as uh, such a radical view uh, on it. If you, if you uh, now you're the global head of AI uh, for SAP. Yeah. And SAP is uh, you know. The, the, the let's say the biggest tech company that is that is that is in Germany and uh, also with a let's say already a large history and now you're coming from you know from from China you know where uh, everything is moving two times three times faster than than uh, compared to in, in Europe and especially also more in the focus on execution and less talking uh, which which I totally agree with you on this uh, how how come like tell me about how did you how how did you come up with the switch like why why, why did you do it or how how did how was it initiated yeah because uh, 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 for me because uh, uh, as i mentioned that i spent more time in germany than mm -hmm. in china uh, the the three years in beijing really was i i wanted to experience uh, uh, China the development and also during my time at Lenovo as I, I observe uh, uh, how much AI can contribute to the, the uh, efficiency of uh, business processes and uh, however Lenovo is a, um, a, a smart device company right PC and, uh, and uh, mobile devices uh, actually all these solutions which we develop for Lenovo I think can be used uh, or, or standardized and uh, scalable to uh, all the companies uh, similar right and uh, i think sap is uh, in a really right position uh, because sap's mission uh, is help the companies to optimize their business processes right uh, therefore uh, I, 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 on the one hand i want to uh, um, come back to my Berlin home uh, again, right? Because our home is, is in Berlin. On the other hand, also, I think uh, with SAP, such a big platform, uh, with so many uh, ecosystem, right? Perhaps uh, my contribution with my experience, uh, I'm very grateful that uh, Lenovo gave me the opportunity, opportunity to do the contribution. Uh, with my experience, I can perhaps help uh, SAP to help more companies to conduct uh, intelligent transformation. That was my motivation. Right. And um, so uh, you, you just started this year. So, uh, I mean, it, it has been a, a very 
yeah, different year for everybody on, on this entire planet. And uh, so maybe, maybe let's dive a little bit into, um, you know, your first, your first days at SAP, right? So uh, you are now, let's say, responsible for, uh, for AI, for the entire company, uh, you know, overall countries. Um, what, is the, what, is, what, are, what are some of the first steps that you, that you took? you know, in, in the first months and, and kind of like, you know, what, what is the status quo here? Uh, um, I, I'm, uh, I, 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 I was, uh, uh, when I joined uh, uh, SAP, I have to admit the speed was very high. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, Christian Klein, our CEO, and also Jürgen Müller, our city, I reported Jürgen Müller directly now. And uh, uh, our executive board really um, uh, uh, consider AI as uh, one of the major uh, instruments uh, for, for SAP's uh, uh, intelligent enterprise solutions. Therefore, uh, I immediately <laughs> Uh, uh, started with the project for de uh, de define uh, 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 a new AI strategy for SAP. Therefore, it's very uh, the speed is even higher than <laughs> Lenovo, <laughs> which I, to be honest, I didn't expect it. <laughs> didn't expect, and uh, I was uh, very grateful that I uh, had this uh, big challenge and big task. And uh, um, uh, um, the, in, in our new uh, strategy, uh, it, it's important. Really, we infuse uh, AI technology, intelligent technology, into the our business processes, solutions, right? For uh, human resources, for customer um, uh, relation management system, for procurement. Uh, this is a really big task. It means not only infuse the technology into the existing uh, portfolio, also uh, infuse the uh, 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 because if we develop new uh, AI applications, use cases the process of the development will change, right? Also change the mindset eh? because AI technology are driven and uh, can only build on top of the data. And the data is, um, uh, is, uh, will grow, will change. Therefore, the total uh, development process will be dynamic, right? And also um, uh, must be value driven. Uh, on the other hand, we have also to consider all the uh, regulations uh, around the data, right? Uh, it's a challenge and complex task. Um, I'm looking forward to it because as a scientist, uh, I'm not scared of complexity, right? <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I think the challenge is uh, based on the complexity, how can we uh, define a, a execution plan, uh, make it successful, right? This is uh, uh, my, my, my duty and my task for the coming months and years. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, it's a definitely a big, big task. And um, so before I, I, I want you to, uh, before I'm going to ask the, the, the question in regards to maybe, you know, what, what, is, what are some of the, the things that you can share with us in regards to the strategy and, and the upcoming months, kind of the plans. I, I want to, before I do that, I want to uh, uh, get to this point, uh, get to this word that you used a couple of times, infuse, right? And uh, which is very, a very interesting, interesting approach. Because um, what I have observed in most of the, yeah, um, most of the large organizations, there's when it comes to digital transformation or any any and anything that is related to new stuff, 
uh, it is always there's always a big big talk about yeah new business models right new products new services whatever that you know which which is going to be coming from these uh, from from these different technologies however um, I really like uh, this you know this approach of you know we have an existing value chain we have existing products and services and looks let's look for opportunities to you know infuse it as you said right and infuse the intelligence component um, do you believe that this is, you know, maybe company specific or do you think that this approach is something that makes sense for corporates in general to first before developing new products and services which are purely based on uh, artificial intelligence or have intelligence at its core, right, to first take the existing business and see how can we and where can we infuse an intelligence component? Uh. I think it um, depends. Uh, depends. Uh, the the uh, depends also. Uh, sometimes, uh, for example, if we uh, take uh, Steve Jobs uh, took uh, as example, right? Uh, he has disruptive idea like like a virtual keyboard, right? Uh, sometimes and also um, uh, Apple App Store, right? This these are disruptive. But this change the ecosystem. Uh, I like it very very much, right? If uh, if we can uh, have this kind of disruptive but still very successful uh, new business model, we are in a very lucky position, right? But it's it's uh, um, you need very smart people, uh, people with vision, and also it's also hard work uh, in order to build up a new business model, new ecosystem. Uh, you you have to be not only better than other people, you have to be some genius, right? Uh, this is one thing. I hope uh, uh, this is one thing. Uh, I think we should uh, admit this kind of uh, evolution and revolution, right? Uh, on the other hand, also for, for many uh, successful companies, uh, they have successful business models, su successful products, but they can make this uh, with AI technology, with, with help of the intelligent technology, make it better. Uh, and uh, I, I think uh, uh, on the one hand we can have disruptive uh, uh, revolution. On the other hand, I think uh, AI can also compute, uh, contribute to the improving right the existing um, ecosystem, existing portfolio. For example, I just give you example. I st I'm still waiting for the also perhaps uh, some disruptive things. I'm al always uh, open to the disrupt things. Right, this is great. <laughs> on the other hand, I think. Uh, it doesn't mean we stop to improve our existing portfolio, right? Uh, if we look at the SAP, uh, we have the business processes. Uh, there are a lot of uh, steps which is which are manually. Huh? Uh, how can we use AI technology dealing with unstructured information, convert into structured information? For example, our AI business services, huh? uh, they uh, uh, dealing with invoice documents, unstructured data, extract with natural language processing and also computer vision technology. We extract the information automatically from the invoices and huh? put into the structured database and extract the information from invoices and huh? to the structured data uh, for manual work, it's boring, right? Uh, I think it's not a work uh, really uh, most people like to do. But if this can be done by a machine, and the machine can be very consistent and, and uh, cannot be tired, right? Uh, this, is a, this kind of thing can uh, deal with... I think it's important to identify which kind of part of work which is uh, repetitive and also uh, can, can be replaced, uh, automatically replaced by AI. 
This is uh, one thing. Another thing is also um, uh, with, uh, with uh, AI technology, we can monitor the business process, see which step can be optimized, right? Uh, 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 and and uh, optimize this. On the other hand, also, if we see we, uh, we replace the manual part with the automatic part, perhaps we can uh, de uh, define new business process. There's a lot of, there are, there are a lot, lot of work to do in order to improve the existing uh, 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 portfolio, right? Business processes, monitoring, replacing, re replacing, auto do the automation and optimization. And this is one thing. On the other hand, if we have the business process, perhaps we can do forecasts. Uh, for example, uh, I, I mentioned the supply chain uh, demand forecast, right? If you can forecast one month, two months, uh, we know in the COVID time, right? The, the digital, uh, the global supply chain changed so dramatically, right? Companies who have uh, perhaps better supply supplier risk management, they can react much faster, right? As human, we cannot uh, consider so thousands of parameters and real time. This is what artificial intelligence can do much better. Yeah, therefore, I think I like disrupt things. I really like it. Eh? Uh, and uh, on the other hand, also improve the existing uh, technologies and uh, ecosystem. I think it's more than necessary too. Yeah. Yeah, a good one. So then let's maybe dive a little bit deeper into, you know, the things that you can share about the strategy that you that you set up. And, and how, how is the next, uh, the next uh, let's say, the next couple of months are going to look like for you guys at SAP? As I mentioned, uh, uh, infuse the technology into the, into the existing uh, application use, case, uh, use cases, uh, implementation processes. This is a lot of work, right? Mm -hmm. uh, starting from the ideation. Uh, uh, the issue means that we have to con not to consider whether we have uh, uh, technologies inside the company and uh, in, the uh, in the ecosystem. We have to consider the values for our customers and the market size. Um, uh, this will change the ideation uh, process and also build on top of the ideation process, right? And also, uh, uh, how can we, because on the one hand, uh, we, we provide, we have a big ecosystem, a lot of customers, how can uh, we uh, let our customers to accept and to use the new technology, new applications in a very comfortable way, yeah? mm -hmm. uh, make the auto uh, onboarding of the customer as uh, easy as possible, right? Yeah. And also go to market. Uh, this is why, on the other hand, how can we work with our customers together incrementally improve the, uh, because uh, AI solution is not only one iteration is done, Mm. Uh, and and this is what, on the other hand also uh, you know uh, um, uh, um, we have a, a big portfolio and uh, uh, on the one hand we have a, a very good talents built uh, good technology on the other if we infuse the technologies into our uh, existing application improve new application we need also experts who have combined the business uh, domain knowledge with the uh, AI knowledge, right? This kind of uh, expertise is heavily needed. Né? Translate the business need into the technology. And also perhaps even the, if the technology are not there, how can we prepare 
right? Have the implementation steps eh? and also see if we have no data, how can we deal with it? If we have small data, we cannot stop it, right? And if we have noisy data, eh? and uh, because we will never have an idea world with the data, we need uh, to develop all the strategy and the combination of the strategy t uh, technologies in order to uh, we, we are in the real world. We need a real world AI application uh, uh, execution uh, process uh, in order to make us successful. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. And maybe <laughs> kind of as a last question because we're running out of time here. Um, so you, you mentioned talent, right? And, and there's two, two things I, I, I can ask, right? Uh, one is more on the generic uh, talent. So people that, you know, have a deep understanding of artificial intelligence and the different technologies. Uh, and, and different parts so computer vision NLP experts um, and but the other one which is more interesting which you mentioned is you know the, the actual value because AI is never just you know it's, it's always specific it's never broad right so is to combine the domain knowledge yeah. you know with the technology you know in a perfect world you would you know you, you would like to have one person that has the domain knowledge and also has the technology knowledge but that's mostly not the case so how 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 do you uh how do you plan to approach that right I, I mean it's a question of talent right that you need and you need to combine these two things like how how would you approach that yeah i i think uh, um um if if you we develop an application uh, we we need different expertise right mm. uh, in, uh we need to um, upgrade the the uh, the um the solution manager the the product manager with the uh, AI, uh, they don't have to be deep in perhaps uh, uh, transfer learning uh, in convolutional network, right? But they should uh, have the basic knowledge. Uh, see, uh, this part of the uh, and uh, they have they, they have they have to have a, a good understanding uh, of the AI technologies, uh, and then because they will be responsible to the end to end success of a product, right? And then we need uh, uh, people, and they should understand also the needs. The, the see if we want to do forecasts, uh, which kind of forecast is needed? Uh, we do we need a real time forecast uh, for five minutes or one minute? Or we uh, this for this forecast is uh, uh, one week enough, uh, four weeks enough, eh? and also for if uh, a new product rollout. Uh, are there some uh, similar products we can use historic data with similar because they have to understand business mm. and then uh, uh, and see together with the real AI technology and uh, for the AI, real AI data scientists or the AI expert they will say ah for this part if there's no data perhaps we use minimally supervised approach or we use historic data uh, perhaps we need only um, uh, for uh, uh, three months data or one year data and if we look at the data oh the data is not uh, has bias or uh, the uh, the distribution of the data is not good we have to normalize the data right and but uh, this don't uh, don't need the product manager or solution manager and then uh, then we also need uh, perhaps also people who have the expertise to do the evaluation mm. the evaluation for example the end-to-end -end performance uh, of a product right uh, it means uh, robustness efficiency uh, business value for perhaps 
the forecast is better, 5% better than human. Mm. But then we also need the expertise of the uh, data scientists, say, precision recall, uh, and uh, uh, these kind of things, right? It, it, it's a combination of, uh, uh, we need, to, therefore, the, for the talents, we need uh, both. Perhaps we have now, uh, we ha uh, more needs of people who can combine this, right? Who can also uh, understand the, the business uh, needs and pain points, translate into the uh, into the uh, to, to the uh, implementation, the AI mm. technologies. Yeah, very interesting. Hey, Faye, thank you very much for mm -hmm. being on the show. It was very a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for the nice conversation. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah.